One of the things that I think 2020 has allowed me to do personally is take stock in what's important and continue to make sure that the business serves me. And that would be a question I'd ask you, is your business serving you? Is it giving you confidence, predictability? Is it giving you the resources that you need to do the things you want to do in your life? Welcome to the Emerging Advisor Podcast. We deliver advisors' proven strategies to maximize time, profit, and freedom. It's time for another edition of the Emerging Advisor Podcast. And once again, we turn to now the November edition of the Advisor to Advisor webinar series. Here's Scott Dugan. Well, hello. Uh, This is Scott Dugan, and welcome to the November edition to the Advisor to Advisor webinar series. And happy Friday the 13th, 2020. I wish I was talented enough to make some Photoshop changes to my picture to make it a Friday the 13th uh, motif, but hence I am not. And I've also been extremely busy. Uh, We are in client review season, and so I'm doing six to eight uh, virtual client reviews a day, so I've not had time to be too creative. Uh, It's amazing that we are in the middle of November, uh, closing in on the end of 2020, for you know a lot of people, it's it's been a tumultuous time for others. Uh, it's been a time for reflection, introspection, and really a time to take a step back and really focus on their personal life, but also the their, the business side of things. I know that's definitely what we have tried to do is stay positive and really look at you know how do we improve our business and really how do we future-proof our business uh, depending on what goes on. And so I'm really today, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a departure. I'm just going to talk about kind of what's going on in my mind, uh, you know, what we're doing here in Kansas City and Salt Lake and the other offices, and not only how do we finish out the year in 2020, but how are we positioning ourselves in 2021? And I think 2020, uh, for us, we've been very fortunate that actually it's been a very strong year for us. Uh, I know, unfortunately, it's not been the case for everyone. I think we're going to end up the year with about $50 million in new assets. And this has only been able to do a couple of live events in January. And everything else has been virtual to this point. Um, I know Sean's running about the same numbers. Again, that's not to brag or anything like that. It's just we're fortunate where we've really doubled down on our marketing, uh, really focused on the important things uh, in our practice, and tried to maximize all the opportunities that are there. And so I like this little saying, you know, stay determined to finish strong. I know we, we've started and we've always coached advisors uh, throughout the years. Both Sean and I have done that. That part of our business has picked up. We're doing a lot more advisor training. And it is very interesting to find some advisors that are just kind of frozen, uh, not wanting to change, not wanting to explore and do new things. Um, those advisors seem to be stagnant uh, or going backwards. And the others that are more have the, what I call the growth mindset, where we want to continue to grow and improve, uh, are willing to try things, uh, they've experienced progress. And that's, that's, I think, the name of the game. It's depending on what you want out of your practice. Um, but ultimately, 
we feel like it's always going to be a world of abundance. Uh, you know, it's not a, the glass is uh, half full. And our job as business owners, not financial advisors, but business owners first and foremost, is how do we continue to evolve and continue to grow our business? And so I'd say stay determined to finish strong. And some of the things that we're focusing on to keep the momentum in quarter four, again, you know, quarter four for most advisors is usually the best quarter that they have. I think that's going to hold true for us as well. We've got a lot of rollovers coming, you know, a lot of people you know, retiring here at the end of the year. And we have decided that not only are we doing year-end tax planning classes and webinars, which have been have been successful for us, and we've sent those out to our, you know, obviously our current clients, as well as our prospect list, which we continue to add people to that list throughout the, the pandemic. Our messaging is really focusing on uh, tax planning and risk analysis, making sure that are we taking advantages of all of the tax law that's out there? And I think no matter who officially gets the uh, you know, presidency, uh, at some point we're probably going to see taxes that are higher than they are today. So how do we take advantage of you know, historically low tax rates, do that tax planning, which consists of mostly doing Roth conversions, Oh, we're moving dollars uh, into life insurance using uh, five pay IUL, which solves the issue of long-term care, does some tax planning at death, but also gives them some tax-free resources if they need it. And so that's really been our focus uh, for this year, especially at the end. So focus on tax planning. And I know this sounds basic, and there's a lot of professionals on here, uh, but the success we've had just picking up the phone and actually calling people. I know we're in the, the digital age and we like to send, you know, emails and all that jazz. I can tell you we've had some extremely good conversations with people, reached out to them that they're on our prospect list. Uh, maybe they had an advisor, maybe they're trying to figure out what they were going to do. And just simply the act of reaching out to them uh, is more than a lot of people are doing. And so I say calling your prospects, calling your clients as well. I've got a list of clients uh, that we go through that we don't need to do reviews, but I'm calling to check in on them saying, hey, how are you doing? You know, it's been a few months since we've talked. What's going on? And not only has that built goodwill with our clients, but we've actually uncovered some additional assets and a few introductions. So Again, it's the right thing to do to be able to communicate and, and talk with our clients, uh, but it's effective to strengthen that relationship and it serves to start potential new relationships of people that aren't being communicated you know, with their current advisors. So that's how we're finishing strong is you know, client reviews, picking up the phone, reaching out, uh, you know, the Monday before Thanksgiving, since we cannot have a, a client appreciation event like we usually do in October, uh, we're doing the holiday pie drive, which is all based on charity. And so we did everything digitally. Uh, we called that. We got pie orders. Those orders have been submitted. So we're going to see a tremendous amount of our clients that Monday before Thanksgiving got a tent that we're setting up outside. So it's going to be a drive through 
and they're going we're going to have you know a little stand with coffee and donuts and cider they can get out and chat you know since we're going to be outside uh, but it's just going to be nice to see those people to reach out and people are just extremely excited that we even thought about doing something like this for them and so again it's the right thing to do it's well received i think it just helps strengthen that relationship in a time where you know things are a little bit crazy and i think that we're in the midst of i know looking at uh, the new chicago monday starts a 30-day stay-at-home order um, you're starting to see that pop up there's a meeting of the governors this week you know, I, I think we need to be prepared for another shutdown. It could potentially be in the works, especially in the midst of a contentious presidential race that uh, there's a lot of investigating going on. So really finishing strong, taking care of the people you have, trying to build your book, but also preparing for quarter one of 2021. If you've been listening to these calls over the last few months, you know that we've invested heavily in testing virtual classes. Uh, like a lot of you, we, we kind of started the doing the short webinars and you know, the vendors are pushing out there. And Sean and I made a decision, like we have a few times in the past when we've strayed from our core messaging, uh, which is, hey, you know what? We like to teach the core message, core material of Retirement Elevated. We like to do it in a long format. We like to do it in a classroom setting. And so we've gone back to that. You know, so we've set up you know, rooms in our offices where we have whiteboards. Uh, we've got big screens and cameras set up. And we've got kind of a command center where we've got somebody running those computers. And it allows the advisor to stand up in front of the room, just like we would at a university or a college, and teach our material. And we can, people can allow us to see them and interact, and that's been successful. I know numbers have been varying over this election season, and I can tell you there, this is probably the highest amount of digital ad spend I've seen in an election period. You know, we're through that for the most part, and we are seeing numbers start to pick up. Uh, for example, we've got a two-night retirement elevated course we're teaching in Utah and as of right now we have 46 families registered for that class uh, so that's a bright spot uh, we're starting some marketing we're going to do a class here in Kansas City and we're hoping for similar results so I would think Q1 2021 depending on where you are in the country we are going to hit the ground running the first part of January. We do not wait till the end of January. If you think about people and their motivation, uh, when are people most motivated to do something different or make a change? It is the first part of the year. And so by avoiding doing any type of uh, educational class or marketing, I'm glad that most advisors don't do it. We've traditionally done it, you know, the, the end of the first or part of the second week of January. We've had good, always have good results because there's a lot less traffic. And let's face it, most advisors coast through January and kind of start picking it up towards the end of the first part of February. So you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we just don't like to lose the momentum because we all know that you know cranking the machine back up can be tough. So we like to just keep it prime, keep it going, and maybe the flow's not as heavy through December. But in January, we hit the ground running and really try to capitalize on, A, our competitors not doing 
a whole lot and people being receptive to something new and, and a change. So, you know, I think that your virtual classes, you're going to see us roll out um, some what we call lead magnet programs that are for lead generation that feed into your database that we continue to remarket for courses. I think that's going to be key. Uh, we've seen success in the Kansas City and the Salt Lake office doing that in testing. And I think we've got, we'll have a nice refined uh, process and package to roll out uh, here in the next uh, coming weeks. And then finally, we're definitely going to be very client focused in 2021. We are traditionally doing quite a few in-person educational events uh, throughout the year. We've been testing the virtual kind of lunch and learn educational events, and it's really just taking a topic and spending you know 20 minutes or so virtually uh, to go over that. That's been well received, and so we're going to continue to make that uh, very stable part of our process going through uh, into 2021. And obviously, folks have been using our program. We'll talk about how to get access to those things as we roll that out. So I think that's you know finishing strong, keeps that momentum going. We all know this, but again, it's if you want to keep things on track and not have that pain of trying to crank things up over you know after the holidays, you know, and again, it's not necessarily you don't have to do a new campaign, but do something to keep engaged with your clients and your prospects. So. Finishing strong goes into really the reason that we're in business. Peter Drucker, a fantastic icon in the industry of business. You know, one of my favorite quotes from him is, you know, business is only two basic functions, marketing and innovation. And we are advisors here, but we all know that the cancer of the advisory world is lead generation. People to talk to, people to tell your story to. And that's why Emerging Advisor exists, because we are dedicated to figuring out how do we, I mean, Sean and myself, how do we continually generate prospective clients for our firms? And once we find something that works where we've spent our money on it, then we let it loose into the public to let other advisors use it. But again, it always goes through a process where we spend our money on it, we prove it works, and then we get a turnkey system on that. So when you think about marketing, if you remember earlier in the year, we talked about the three M's of marketing. And those three M's are simply market, message, and medium. And right now the market, we all have the same market or general market that we follow. Uh, for us, it's usually people that are within five years of retirement or in retirement and have 750,000 or more in investable assets. Uh, they're fiscally conservative and they're tax focused. Uh, that leads us to work with a lot of engineers, a lot of technical people, executives, uh, business owners. So that's our market. And our message is how to minimize taxes, how to keep more of your hard-earned dollars in your pocket, and using a process that's proven that we can walk them through to get the desired result. All right, so that is our message. We have the process to help them make decisions 
that are logical and fact-based, not based on myths, misunderstanding, or misconceptions, because there's a lot of that that goes on today, especially in the media. So what I think has really changed is the, is the medium. You know, before, our medium was we market to do a live class at a college, university, or some sort of venue. In 2020, our medium has switched to virtual, to online. And that's more from a simple webinar like this to more of a classroom setting where we're standing in front of a whiteboard just like we would at a venue and we're teaching and we're talking about financial concepts and exposing them to that. So again, the market and message, now the message changes. I believe that if Biden officially does take the White House, I think taxes are going to be front and center for a lot of people. Uh, we're going to use that message more so once there we get into that. Uh, the risk message, I think, will also be popular. Uh, but again, we will be testing those out, and we're going to be prepared for the medium that we're going to use, or the way we're going to deliver that is going to be virtual if we cannot do in person. And I would encourage everyone on this call to be prepared to do virtual events in the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. If we don't have to, great, we go back into venues. But if not, don't get caught flat-footed. If you want to know the systems that we use and, and the technology we use, Sean and I are actually going to do a podcast on that coming up. We're going to list out all the things that we use to make this transition and, and let you know the things that didn't work, what does work, and what we're going to continue to test out over time. So again, marketing and innovation. And we talk about innovation, it's how do we deliver this advice? And if you've seen it, uh, no, our, our room does not look like this. Uh, we are going to actually build out something a little more advanced than we have now. But innovating, we're in the advice-giving business. It's how we distribute that advice is, is changing. And there's going to be a certain part of the demographic that they don't want to get out. They're not going to want to go to a, a classroom. They're not going to want to come to an office. And they're going to want to be virtual. Now, there's pluses and minuses to that. But we need to understand how do we reach those people? How do we serve those people? So that innovating, what we're doing is just being prepared to how do we digitally reach these people. Uh, another example of how we're innovating, we also obviously do a podcast. Uh, we do two a month. Uh, we do an e-newsletter twice a month, so we flip-flop those. We do digital and hard copy newsletters, and we're probably going to be rolling out a vlog, a video log. So we're going to be doing a lot more video, uh, which will be posted on our website, different social media channels. Uh, just to keep that theme of education, that communication going out there. That's how we're innovating in case or until we can get back into live events. Um, but like I say, we, I think we need to be prepared. And for a few thousand dollars, you can have a very nice digital setup that looks professional and allows you uh, to be able to be effective uh, in communicating your the messaging or the core message of your planning firm, and so as we round it out, and I wanted to keep this to about uh, 25 30 minutes, I'll say my final thoughts 
one of the things that I think 2020 has allowed me to do personally is take stock in what's important and continue to make sure that the business serves me. And that would be a question I'd ask you, is your business serving you? Is it giving you confidence, predictability? Is it giving you the resources that you need to do the things you want to do in your life? And if it seems overwhelming and out of control, now is the time to be introspective and figure out if it's not, how do you do it? Or more importantly, who do you involve to get that done? And that concept of who, not how, is something I learned from Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach. Uh, he just put that new book out in October. And he said, most people dwell on how are we going to do this? How does this? How is this going to work? And he said, that's not the question you should be asking. It's who. Who do I need to be involved with and actually get this done? And I know personally, I like innovation. I like ideas, but I'm not someone that will take it to completion. I need to surround my people with the who will enjoy dialing all this in, planning all this out, getting it to 80 or 90% so they can bring it back to me and say, what do you think? Because I am great at coming up with ideas and I am great at improving things that have been put together uh, that are 80 to 90%. That's where I add value. I do not add value in between that process. And so it's knowing what your strengths are and then al allowing you to go out and find who should you surround yourself with, who should you be involved with to be able to make these things happen. That's why Sean and I are very fortunate that we have been the who for a lot of advisors who they align themselves with to help with their marketing, you know, help with running their campaigns. And more recently, we're the who that's helped them really transition to this virtual slash digital advisory practice. And I think you'll see more things come out about that because uh, we've been thoroughly enjoying helping others uh, have success. And we're just fortunate. We've, we're just stubborn. We don't quit. And we like to try a lot of new things out to see if it works. And it's very satisfying to be able to prove things on our side, but it's more satisfying to see someone take that and improve their practice. And along those lines, you know, what improvements do you want to make in 2021? You know, obviously a calendar is just an artificial thing, but as we get closer to the end of the year, it's a you know, rebirth, a, a fresh start, a new finish line, January 1st. And I would think about, you know, what are the handful of improvements that you'd like to make going into this year and going into 2021? Uh, and they could be improvements. They could be changes. You know, what do you want to add or subtract from your practice? Uh, one of the things that we looked at, we looked back over our calendar of the last handful of years, and we noticed that no one wants to come in and see us in our office between December 24th and New Year's Day. Well, we decided to adjust our PTO schedule, and we are going to close our office between December 24th and January 1st. Now, we'll have an answering service. We'll do all those things, but our employees are extremely excited. It's a nice break to spend with family. 
And so that's one of the big things that we've, we've added to our practice along with you know virtual reviews. I can say right now, looking back, uh, review season, because we bunch our reviews, we're very systematic in how we approach those, you know, they were stressful. Because if you have two or three weeks of back-to-back-to-back, you know, 90-minute appointments, uh, that can be, for me personally, that can be very draining. It was draining. We made the choice, and we're forced to make the decision to do virtual reviews. I can tell you that that structure of the meeting, what we cover in the meeting has not changed, uh, but those meetings have gone from 60 to 90 minutes to 30 to 45 minutes using Zoom and different technologies. So my productivity has jumped considerably because I'm only spending you know, 30 to 45 minutes. I'm strengthening the relationship. I'm getting everything done. I'm not shortchanging the client. Uh, but I'm getting six to eight of those a day and I get to wear jeans and stand in front of my computer screen and my, my camera and have the same conversations. And I think that's, we're going to keep doing that no matter what happens as far as, you know, opening the the country back up. I think that's just going to be a consistent thing we're going to do because it's highly effective. And again, it's as the the final thought is, you know, as we go into the, the end of 2020, as we're seeing different cities across the country have, you know, shutdowns and, you know, we'll see what happens on a national basis. I would encourage you all to think about, you know, who or what do you need to do to continue to run your practice efficiently from a virtual standpoint? Uh, because I think, in our conversations with advisors across the country, unfortunately, there's still advisors or advisors that maybe built their practice on one marketing leg, one marketing pillar. And let's call it dinner seminars, for example. Nothing wrong with those, but if restaurants are closed, you can't do them. If capacities are reduced to 10 people, it still costs the same money, money to fill those, you just don't let you have a much smaller crowd to talk to uh, prospective clients. And if we can't adapt, if we can't innovate, if we can't market correctly, then we start to shrink. And we, if we don't have that growth mindset, that spells trouble. And so I'd say make sure you're prepared for what may happen. And let's hope you know, we, we get into the clear, we get through the election cycle, uh, January 20th starts out and we, you know, things open up magically, but the other side could happen. So let's just be prepared for that. So in, in closing, again, I w- always want to take time. We've got people on the line to let you know we greatly appreciate the trust that you put into us, uh, especially this year. Uh, people have been with us for a long time. We'll continue to market and innovate and come up with better solutions. And I'm definitely keep your eyes open. We made the decision this week to run our own 2020 stimulus package. Uh, so look for an email explaining uh, some of the year-end promotions that we're going to be running. There's some pretty substantial savings that can be taken advantage of with some of the promotions that we're going to be running uh, towards the end of the year. So take a, a definitely keep an eye out for those. 
because uh, we want to try to clear as many barriers as possible uh, for you to, to have marketing that's ready to go you know, for the remainder of this year, the first part of next year, at the same time saving some dollars because you know, we want to stretch those dollars as far as we can to, for maximum effectiveness. So again, thank you so much for your time today. Any questions about what we talked about today or in general, uh, feel free to reach out to Kathleen or Sarah. They'll be happy to chat with you. And as always, Sean and I are here. Uh, we do save time out of our uh, schedules uh, to talk to advisors that have questions about how we're doing things. Uh, we're always happy to assist if we have time to do that. So again, going into the holidays, we wish you a very happy holiday, uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and we wish you the best of luck. So again, have a great day. Finish strong in 2020. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Emerging Advisor Podcast. Uh, for Scott Dugan, Sean Lee, I'm Walter Storholt on behalf of the entire team at Emerging Advisor. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, you can always get in touch by visiting the website emerging-advisor.com. And we'll put relevant contact links and information for you to reference in the description or the show notes of today's episode. So be sure to check that out. Thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you next time on the Emerging Advisor Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.